Hello everybody, welcome to Showhopper's Lost Season 1, Episode 20, Do No Harm. Spoiler warnings for Lost up until now. I'm Kurt, joined by my former teacher, Mr. Sal. Hi. Hello there. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Anyway. Hi everyone. We're here at an episode of Lost. <laughs> wow. That is a Jack episode. Yeah, Kurt, I have to say, you are really good about giving the spoiler, spoiler warning in the beginning. I never do it. I, You know, I really just don't really have to. I think it's... Uh, yeah. I really shouldn't. I mean, maybe, I don't know. There's, there's, I think about it, and I think it's really assumed if you're watching something that has, like, the episode title in it, that we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I, what, what else? Maybe they think we'd give it, like, a no-spoiler review, I but... You know what? I, I think we can think of it the reverse way. The the spoilers for Do No Harm and everything prior, um, because this is we're, we are treating this in terms of spoilers as though it's a first viewing, not a repeat. Viewing. You are right. You are right. Yeah, we don't talk. We we don't spoil what happens in the future. Right. Speaking of spoiling what happens in the future, it appears you attempted to do so. I did. Failed. I did. Or maybe passed. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't, I didn't quite understand. You talked about, from episode one of Lost, you had seen, like, all these characters, like, the amount of episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yep, keep going. Okay, and I thought you had said something about Boone. I did. Okay. I don't know if I ever said it, but I, I know that, I know how many episodes Boone is listed for. And? It's more than 20. Ah, <laughs> and this is episode 20 uh it's i mean it's like 30 something now some of that could be flashback you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I mean i don't i don't know how much i want to spoil this for people so i oh, you know okay. what to so skip ahead about a minute all right from now uh like Ethan is listed for eleven episodes. He has not been in eleven episodes yet. Certainly and not. He's very dead. So, <laughs> and you know, Lost likes their flashbacks. Right. So I, I think that we could see a lot of dead people in flashbacks. I think we could see dead people in. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't want to speculate too much because I, I don't want. I really don't want to be right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. What a what a curse. <laughs> but anyway, but away from talking about that, I want to try to guess your rating for this episode. Yep. So, story-wise, I mean, there's some big things that happen in the story. Claire has a baby. She does. Moon dies. And she- we see Jack's wedding. Okay. One of those are not as big as the rest. I'll let you decide. <laughs> Babies are born every day. <laughs> <laughs> more than people are married and more than people that died. So, yeah. gotta point that out. Um, But your rating... I think you liked... You liked the main story. You liked the side story even. Because the side story is also pretty good it had a lot of characters involved and the side story being claire claire yeah. even though yeah that could probably be a main story on its own no, i would call that the side story i did call that the side story no, i agree okay 
And then the flashbacks. I don't think you like the flashbacks all that much. Uh, I'm going to be optimistic. You gave this episode a 9. I gave it an 8. But 9. You gave it a 9. Uh, I gave it an 8. Uh, <sighs> I gave it an 8. And it, it's the, it is my favorite Jack episode so far. But definitely not because of the flashbacks. Oh, certainly not. I understand why you didn't like the flashbacks. Are are a dumpster fire. Like they, <laughs> they're such garbage. I like I I, t- I talked about last week how I was going to start rating the main story, the side story, and the flashbacks separately. Mm-hmm. Overall rating. Um, I rate I rate these flashbacks a six. Like I, uh, they did absolutely nothing for me. Like no, I, yeah, it's him questioning getting married and eventually gets married. And then he gets married. This is like. I, I I don't I don't know I'm not sure what this is supposed to tell me I mean Jack you're the most committed person I know we already knew that that doesn't that's not new information Jack you have daddy issues we already knew that that's not new information it doesn't inform anything that's happening on the island as far as I can tell and so like these flashbacks whatever I, they, they do nothing for me uh, I give both the main story and the side story eights. And here's why I could have probably given both the main story and the side story a nine about six or seven episodes ago. Oh, okay. So you've just been spoiled up until now. No, I haven't been. It's not so much that I've been spoiled. It's that uh, again, I have such a problem with this, Kurt. I, 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 Maybe you can help me get over it because I need to get over it because I think if I'm oh with, with like last episode is John Locke based for the most part and then no John Locke in this episode yeah it was such a good episode and there's not even not even a single shot of John Locke in this episode no well, but they want John Locke around there, there there's a bit of a reason behind it I, all right understood. I'll tell you what, you you'll you'll get some more answers next episode no I I know that but. But the thing is, you know, and, th- and we had the same discussion uh, uh, this week on The Leftovers with 1013, and, and my, it's my least favorite episode of the series. And again, it's because we just had these two back-to-back amazing episodes, and there's not even a, a, ref- a passing reference to anything that happened in those two episodes in this, in this episode. And, and th- that, that in conjunction with the fact that th- there's no beast, no mention of Walt's power, no si- mention of Side's attacker, no- nothing about the glowing hatch, nothing about Ethan's group of people, nothing about the numbers on the hatch, nothing about uh, Christian's um, body, which I forgot about that until now. I shouldn't be forgetting about that. Christian's body is missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's- I don't know where it is. These are, these are all things that, that are just open-ended. We, we have no idea what's going on. The, the, even I, I would even list Adam and Eve in there, like the two people that they found in the case. Where the hell did they come from? <laughs> sort of a lot of questions, Mr. Sal. It is. It is. We still don't know why Saeed was in Sydney. We still don't know why Sawyer, Sawyer was arrested in Australia. Like There are so many things we don't know, so many open-ended questions here, and we don't get any answers to anything I'll, I'll tell you, next week is a side episode. We'll get uh-huh. some answers there. All right, good. You, you, yeah, you'll get you'll get some answers. Okay. Hopefully, you'll be happy. That, and the, so, the, something you'll be very excited to hear, I'm sure. I don't want to take too much away from this episode because this this is a good episode, 
and uh, quite honestly one like one of the most emotional episodes that i've watched so far i mean really um you know shannon crying over boone's body is is pretty gut-wrenching and, and it is you know, I, and i i welled up a little bit there and it's it, even just seeing shannon inside walking down the beach as the whole crew is celebrating claire's baby and jack separating from them to go tell them what happened to boone like even that like really good stuff like truly and i i don't i i but i i feel like i would have loved this episode about six or seven episodes ago hmm. like when, when yeah, were, I, I understand the circumstances of the okay like you know when this episode would have been great right after boone's episode <laughs> That's when this episode would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but now you're so used to Booed. Ah, uh, fair enough though. I guess you, you grow attached to him, and then they slice him off. I mean that—that's impact, and and that also, you know, it solves this problem of we we spend this whole episode on one character. And then we get nothing from that character in the next episode. You know, it, this this episode was not about Boone. Yeah, but Boone is a, is central to the story. Certainly. You know, and and so I think that's like you if you put this after a Boone episode, or you know, the other thing that could have been done is to make no, it needed to be okay. It, yeah, I, 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 I differ with that. I don't think that's an SLC. Like last episode, well, not a Boone episode. It's a prominent amount of Boone. Correct. So, I, I disagree. I think, I don't think it's to be a full fledged Boone episode before they kill him off. No. Okay. So yeah, that you're not wrong about that, and that's, but that's not what I was getting at. Okay. okay. So what I'm getting at is last episode was a lock episode and there was zero lock in this episode. Okay, that, that I understand as well. Yeah, okay. That that I understand that grievance. Whereas if this episode followed something like you know, hearts and minds, then I don't care so much that I'm not seeing lock in this episode. Yeah. You know, because okay. hearts and minds was heavily a lock a lock featured heavily in it too, but it was a boon episode. Mm-hmm. Right? But I don't mind so much that Locke's not in this one if we're following that one. So you would have been more appeased this episode if they had just there had been some Locke. I mean anything. Just like here's a shot of him at the at the hatch or back at the plane, rummaging through the plane. You know, just anything. Hmm. You really want to see well, maybe there's a reason I'm not showing you Locke. Well, I, I sure hope so. Huh? You'll see next episode. I don't think there was any reason why they barely showed us Hurley after Numbers, or why they barely showed us Sawyer after Outlaws. Like I, I, I don't think there's a reason to that stuff. But that's mostly the case. Granted, last episode something was going on in the hatch. We don't know what. Yes. They didn't decide to show us this episode. Will they show us next episode? My- eh. <laughs> Who knows? You'll have to watch it. But you know this is this is a function I'm I'm certain a function of you know the this 25 episode season network drama stuff because you got to fill 25 episodes so you can't you can't just blow it all in 3 like you have to pace it out over 25 
it can't be lean. There's a lot of extraneous stuff that you got to sift through to get to the to that stuff. But I don't know. It is what it is. It sure is. I'm but, sad to hear that you only gave it an eight. Why? Why? What do you give it? I gave it a nine. I really like this episode. Is it? Is it because of the emotional value of it? Because it's good. I emotional value. I I don't get bothered as much by them showing a character prominently one episode and then basically ignoring them in the next. Yeah. That doesn't normally bother me as long as long as they keep their story to some degree, right? Mm-hmm. Like. They go back to how Charlie is like a drug addict and he's recovering and so on and so forth. As long as, long as they, yeah, you know, what happened there wasn't all in vain, and they, you know, it's not to be the very next episode that they ever refer back to it. But that that's how I feel about it. Okay. So, so I, I guess my my bigger question for this episode is, you you're okay enough with these flashbacks to give this a nine? Those the. I would have probably given this like a ten if it wasn't for the flashbacks. Okay, all right. So, really? Yeah, I really, I really like this episode. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, I mean, it's a good episode. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I hated the episode. I, I actually really enjoyed the episode. Um, I've and and this is a this is might just be a me thing. This just might be. It's totally a you thing. I, Should have I, given this a nine. Should have given I this need to get nine. over this and and just understand that this is not going to be. I'm never going to get that satisfaction of having the the central character phased out in the next episode. They're just going to be gone in the next episode. Should, I need to get over that. You should follow like the the Buddhist way, kind of like get rid of your wants and then. You won't have unhappiness. There you go. I want Pretty simple. There you go. I'm just a careful nothing. So you rated the side story and the main story evenly. Did you prefer one over the other? Um, hmm. I guess I probably preferred the main story. The the Boon Jack son stuff. Who's your favorite character in this episode? Interesting because I I don't know if I I think I've told you this that I have this app called TV Time that keep where I keep track of every episode of television that I watch. I did not know this. Wait, what? Did you know this? No, I didn't know you have TV Time. Sounds like tummy time. I have <laughs> I have two months, seventeen days, and fifteen hours of television time logged on this app. I'm sure that it's actually been more than that, but uh, but anyway, uh, they when you check off that you have watched an episode, they ask you to rate it on a scale from one to five. And they ask you um, to rate your favorite character. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, In the episode. So I, and, and you can see what the rest of the population of this app has done as well. Oh, they, and they also give you some emojis to tell them how you felt about the episode. (laughs) The emojis are happy, confused, sad, scared, frustrated, shocked, excited, and bored. I imagine most of these are like sad. Uh, the that is the highest percentage. Fifty-four percent of people said sad, and I was one of those people. Like, good, you're a reasonable person. So is it happy? I'd be like, wait, what? No, nine percent said happy. <laughs> I guess they're focused on Claire. Maybe I don't know, but it's that's that is odd. Um, 
I said that it made me feel sad, shocked, and frustrated. Um, I, I gave it a four out of five stars. And my favorite, and then you tell your favorite character. Now, this is the part that's frustrating. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 76% of the people said Boone was their favorite character. In this <laughs> I was gonna wonder if you were booed. I'm assuming you did not. I no, I think it's ridiculous to say boo. <laughs> He's barely he barely talks or moves in this episode. But he does such a great act. He's this, this is this is uh, like the in memoriam, and this happens all the time. Whenever I <laughs> in an episode, that character is all, always like three quarters of the of the votes for favorite character. My favorite character in the episode was actually Jack. I actually really liked Jack in this episode. What's his percentage? 15 he was the second highest okay, okay. do they have a do they have like a least fit or do they like who's who is the smallest percentile that you can see that's measurable yeah um, another but there are one two three people at one percent there are a whole lot at zero oh, okay three people at one percent are kate Jin, and uh sawyer sawyer yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> people, I, I people do they like sawyer but right yeah i mean sir has like a line in this yeah like shannon and saeed are not anywhere to be found here for reasons or, charlie, or like shannon Saeed, and charlie actually had stuff to do in this episode yeah i suspect that charlie would at least be on there a bit no no if, son like, was, if jen makes it on son should be on there one was third she was four okay. percent makes sense and and i actually i i contemplated Picking Sun as my favorite character in this episode. She was awesome in this episode. This did a lot for a lot of characters this episode. Uh, it did. I, I, I say it did. It did quite a bit over quite a few up or characters. Not not like every character had a, some a big thing part of them, but like we see a lot more Sun. Yeah. Learn some more about Sun. Uh, Jin. We kind of see his manners a bit more. He runs right for the danger. Mike mm-hmm. helping Jack. We see we see a lot of you know. Not small character developments for a lot of the characters. I really enjoyed the Sun Jin stuff in this episode. Oh, wonderful, wonderful! It's, it's only small, small, you know, one scene, but right. Uh, they they it, it, it put aside their differences, or at least I guess mostly Jin, but he puts it aside for the greater good right now. Yeah, I, I loved his interactions with Charlie. Like, really. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> he like. He, like, sat there like he was, like, an experienced father. I know. But, but to my knowledge, Jin has never had a child. No. <laughs> so I, I thought that was hysterical, too. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of that is a function of him not knowing what's being said. Definitely. He just kind of smiles at people. Emotions. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, so, there's, a, there's tons of good stuff in this episode. It's a really good episode. I just it's it's just a frustration that I, I just need to get past. But beyond the frustration, I could probably give this a nine. Um, because I mean the frustration's there in pretty much every episode, and I still have given some nines regardless. I think if the flashbacks had been any better <laughs> like at all. I'll say for the most part, at least they're short. They are definitely short, that is true. I'll go on that. Like, if they kept them, they got kind of longer near the end. I wish they kept them short. I'm like, okay. Maybe it's still a whole break up the pace, but I like the pace. I don't, it's, you know, I, I don't know. 
Nope. I'm not a big fan of the flashbacks. And why we need these flashbacks? You know, listen. It beats the. What is it? Whatever the case may be. Yeah, there you go. The one with Kate. Oh, I, I thought those flashbacks were way better than this one. They 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 were better. I guess I'm so upset about that airplane at the end. Well, that's that, that that's a legitimate gripe. But like that, those flashbacks actually, I was a little, I was quite gripped by those flashbacks. You were <laughs> um, gripped by these? Not at all. Did you have to come up with your own vows? No, I didn't. Okay. No, but so but the easy way out. Okay. Did we know that Jack was married before. Nope. Really? I don't think we know. No, I don't. Like, I feel like I did know that he had been married. But maybe I just read No, the... I think Kate had been married. Well, I, yeah, they, yes, we, we, I think that's true. But why, why did I think that I knew that Jack had been married? It maybe was... they did mention it. I don't remember that. It's possible that I just read the episode description and they said... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you read the episode descriptions, man? Stop. It's on Hulu and it just pops up next. Yeah, but it's not like you're forced to read. You can just choose uh, not to read. May as well be. <laughs> I would hate to read episodes. I don't like reading episode descriptions. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you want to start talking about the <laughs> comb through this episode a bit? Go through it. Although I, I have to say, Kurt, in the last few episodes of both Leftovers and Lost, that we've done, we we've started with this pretty lengthy discussion of our reactions, and I I've quite enjoyed it. I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with talking about our reactions. So, uh, we can keep it going for the future. Mm-hmm. We know what's not going to keep going for the future. Boone, he's in rough shape. Oh my god, <laughs> that was in poor taste, Kurt. I I find a way to like transition that. <laughs> <laughs> So we start off this episode right at the end of the last with Locke disappearing. But instead of Locke's point of view, we're on Jack's. And we never go back to Locke's. Uh-huh. What a shame. And, I mean, Jack Jack shows strong leadership here. He's he's right at it. And he starts commanding everyone around. They seem really panicked. And last episode, you didn't really get to see the severity of Boone. Like, you, you could just see all the blood. But here, like, you can hear him breathing. And... It looks much more severe. That's why seventy six percent of the people had listed him as their favorite character. I mean, he good good job on him. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, Jack sends Kate to go get um, Sawyer's alcohol stash. Uh, Hurley like almost faints. It looks like, yeah. and Boone's lung even collapses. Yep. And Jack, without even like flinching, <laughs> pierces into his lung. Yep. Hurley is like a standing crowd. It, uh, it just I, I really like to see it really just shows the stakes you know how high the stakes are it's not like Boone's just minor like ah oh, my, my leg's a little hurt like Boone is messed up yeah it's a, it's, it's a cool scene and it's like Jack is super bossy but it's like bossy in an OR kind of way you know yeah. like, this is his operating room and he's he's taking charge and what I did take note of is Kate seems pretty mesmerized by it like, <laughs> Everyone likes a doctor. I guess so. I, he took charge and she was like, oh, I remember why I was attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the first flashback. Some yeah, of the best all, ones. Yeah. And all, all I'll say is Jack talks with his friend Marty about him being his best man. 
and that's the all we see of Marty this episode. So, I mean, we see him in the background, but the... oh yeah, this is all we see him of him really talking or being a, no, a real character. We see the very end of his toast, or at least him introducing Jack's fiance. Okay, so this is basically the end we see with Marty <laughs> for this episode. So I have to, I do have to say that if if we didn't know that Jack had been married. That does make me like these flashbacks more. I'm I'm pretty confident we didn't know he was married. Man, I wish I could remember. <laughs> Maybe we just predicted it. He's like, ah, must be married. No, 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 never married before a guy that talks like that. No, that's a, I, this is driving me nuts because that that does make a pretty big difference to me. But I still wouldn't give this episode a nine because the, just having the. the the surprise of the fact that she's that he's married isn't enough to get me to like these flashbacks. But... Yeah, not, that, that's not enough. These flashbacks are crap. <laughs> the only one they could give maybe some justice to is like him talking to Christian, but that's just because now I'm 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 more interested in Christian now as a character. Like the more oh. the more the more it goes on. At first, the first uh, Jack flashbacks where he beat Christian, it's like okay, yeah, yeah whatever, daddy issues. But I'm pretty involved now. Like I I, I do want to see more Christian. In whichever way, absolutely. Whether they're talking absolutely. to Sawyer. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd also like to see where his freaking body is. Ah, well, you know. Uh, not important. <laughs> but that, that's about it for the flashback. No, no I'm not, not going to go on that too much. Okay. Uh, we see there's back to Jack uh, trying to fix up Boone, and Son, son is. This whole. whole fiasco son is jack's like uh, what do you want to call it like right hand yeah I don't, I don't know what the term is i don't i don't like i, I don't know what the terminology is but she's there in the or with him like assisting assisting the surgery like i i don't know what you call a person who does that but she's assisting the surgery for sure mm-hmm. and this is where jack promises boone that he will fix him up yeah and uh so I wanted to ask you here. So I know last episode you predicted that Boone would survive. How are you feeling now? Because we're we, we hit the intro. You saw how bad a shape he was in. Did you think he was going to make it? Uh, yeah, I, I I still thought he would make it, but a lot of that was my bias based on the <laughs> episodes. <laughs> and also the other thing is is that I have to give the writers credit because this is the first time they've shown willingness to kill off one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one reason I really like this episode as well, too. It sets like a precedent. Yeah. Because until now, yeah, none of the main characters have died. One has just died. <laughs> right. In, you know, we always, we've talked on the, the show about plot armor before, and I still feel like Jack, Locke, Sawyer, Kate, like, I still feel like at least those four have plot armor and will never oh, die. Interesting. Okay. Um, but, but so so Boone, like, if they if they killed off one of those four, I would I, my jaw would be on the floor for sure. Like that would shock me. Like I, I don't think I'm going to be shocked by like I'm not shocked by Boone dying, but it's nice to see that they are willing to kill off characters. Mm-hmm. I, I I like it as well. It. Most series, I enjoy characters being killed off for the most part. Mm-hmm. 
it depends on the series a bit. Leftovers, I don't mind all that much. But, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I enjoy seeing death. Have we <laughs> seen that... killed off from the leftovers? I'm trying to think, really. Um... Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we have. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, oh, yeah. Obviously, I just thought of a few. <laughs> oh, my. I don't even want to spoil it, but yeah, people. Di- Some characters have died off, but no one of like the super main cast that I can think of. Not, not really. So, I mean, I would consider the one that I'm thinking of to be part of the main cast, but um, that was kind of caused by the. I, yeah, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but character is more interesting in death than alive. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I like there to be some death in series. Yeah, and I'm happy they did that here. We had some of like the no name survivors die before, but that's not. It's big of a deal, right? Yeah, even even somebody like Ethan isn't big enough, a main enough character. For no, because he's like a villain. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. And he, not only is he a villain, but he was only introduced like three episodes prior, and he was only in like three episodes total. So. They did keep pressing his name, though. Yes, they do. So Which I love. Is they're going to name Claire's baby Ethan? Ah, uh, yes, of course. If she... <laughs> oh, that'd be ridiculous. I'm disappointed we... that we don't know the baby's name yet. I know. I thought. I thought they said it this episode because it's it's interesting. <laughs> I'll see if you can. I'll see if you can spot the the factoid once you hear the baby's name. Oh, it's Ethan. <laughs> no, it's not. A spoiler alert! It's not Ethan. I kind of oh. want to just tell you the baby name because it's not really much of a. Nah, I won't tell you. I'll see if you can spot what's special about the baby's name and. Okay. Some other name on the island, and if it's Brian. I'm, I'm gonna freak out. I don't know, maybe it is. Oh man, so, <laughs> not Brian. <laughs> but speaking of Claire and her baby, we see the beach, and you know we see Claire and the the four other guys working on the raft. Yep. And Sawyer, he's strangely nice in this episode. Maybe it's from getting his glasses, but first thing he does that's pretty nice is he offers Claire some fish. Yeah. And Claire. You know, she's like, nah, but she does want to know how long until the raft is done. And Mike confidently believes a week or less. Mm-hmm. Not bad, Mr. Sal, not bad. Not bad at all. I'm interested, so is Claire just interested or what? Because there's not room for Claire on the raft. Just inquiring. Okay. You know, information can't hurt. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just skedaddles off. Uh, Mike, strangely confident that Claire likes him. <laughs> not mike sawyer said that well i think i think sawyer's going to always assume that any woman who talks to him is into him oh Sawyer's pretty confident and we see Jin, who's still been working on the raft you know Jin has had like a super good work work ethic when it comes to this raft like a workaholic yeah Yeah. since he's like left sun and started working on this raft all we ever see him do is working on this raft and they make Know on this, Sawyer might even start talking about like the breakdown of the Quans and like yeah, yeah, so on and so forth. And then we have Kate Russian and demand Sawyer for his uh booze stash or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Sawyer just hands it all over. They just like oh, it even offers to help. That was interesting. Although you know it is Kate, so <laughs> that is true. It, it is Kate, but he was just nice to Claire earlier. Maybe just nice to women. Reason why you know Jack sent. Kate and not Charlie to get the alcohol. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. 
you know, and and you know he's no fool. And, she, and, and Sawyer's remember Kate has carte blanche. He does. Oh, you're right. Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah. So she gets whatever she wants whenever she wants it. That's a pretty big deal. That blank check. Yeah, yeah. And 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 there you have it. But the fact that he offered to help—that's another another story, though. So, yeah, because he, he seemed genuinely concerned. He was like, "Oh, yeah." So I was just, yeah, I was, I was surprised by that. But that's 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 basically the Sawyer storyline. Like, there's no more Sawyer now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the... what's interesting? I forgot to mention when we when we started talking about the episode, and I don't want to forget it later. But with Boone's death, Locke is down a disciple. He is down a disciple. What, what does he have? We got like Mike, Walt, Charlie, Claire. Yeah. And yeah, and Boone. And, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. and if this raft gets, you know, takes off, he's going to lose Mike and Walt. And all he's got left is Charlie and Claire. I mean, and Claire's baby, probably. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Benefit. <laughs> <laughs> However useful that is. But. It's true. Locke is losing some disciples, but at what cost? Seemingly major cost to himself. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 gonna you're gonna think about the next episode. I'm going to think about the next episode. Yeah. I don't know what that means. You're gonna think about it. When? When you watch it. Yeah. I I usually. Uh- I was going to say you're going to like it, but I didn't want to say you're going to like it. Then I was going to say you're going to dislike it, but I don't think you're going to dislike it. So you're going to think about it. Okay. You'll you'll watch it. Two more point of view episodes, a Saeed and a Kate. Saeed, Kate, and then from there on out. And then uh, the the triple finale. Yeah, there's the triple finale of we'll show you whatever the hell we're going to show you. (laughs) (laughs) Flashback wise. Seriously, you're going to like. Be prepared. I'm gonna tell you this right now because in the like the final three, like you're gonna see like you see, I basically every character gets like one flashback. Oh my god! Get two, and so you just get like just like a flashback of you know Hurley doing blank and Sawyer doing blank. Like you just you just get a tidbit of every character. Man, I can't wait to see Steve's flashback. They don't. <laughs> they don't don't expect like a big flashback story. More little tidbits. Okay. Anyway, though, that's that's a few episodes away, but we're getting close. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Uh, I mean, that could be three Boon episodes right there, then. Yeah. So yeah, we get Jack. The episodes. Yeah, we get Jack. Uh, we're back to Jack and the Boon Squad. Uh, he's sewing a Boon. Wait a minute! Isn't there a flashback first? Is there a flashback first? I Are you talking so. about like a kind of like the I don't know what this is called before the wedding thing? Oh no, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, yeah, because that's that's after this. Yeah, my bad. Okay, okay. So you know, Jack sewing up Boone, and Boone says he's sorry, which is he's like he just kind of whispering, and he does you know he kind of talks a bit. Well, he's kind of out of it. Mm-hmm. Jack, we start hearing word that Jack needs to give Boone a transfusion. Yep. Uh, and this, you know, this is a big deal. We have to get Virgin Game of Transfusion and Son 
What's that? Like, agrees to set. Well, not really agrees. Jack goes to set Boone's leg, but Sun stops him and tells him to go take a break. Which is nice of Sun to do, but it's like the only break he gets, I feel like. Oh, yeah. And it gets, like, much worse downhill from here, oh, like... Oh, boy, does it. Like, if he's stressed out now, he's gonna be way more stressed out. And with way less blood. Yeah. He lo- Like, the makeup was really good in this episode. Mm, he I, real bad. <laughs> I loved so much of the scene work they did this episode with, like, Jack, well, Boone, the way Boone looks, and acts great. The way Jack acts, especially when he, like, starts, you know, gives a, donates a lot of his blood. Uh, when we see Jin running in the jungle, when he hears, when he hears, uh, Claire and Kate yelling, and when he mm-hmm. runs to them, I love that so much. Yeah. So they show Jin running through the woods. Yeah, that was cool. But I I love a lot of the scenery stuff they did this episode, and all, the ending. I like that too. So I I like a lot of what they did this episode. Yeah. Their yeah. cinematography choice it was really good, actually. Yeah, it's good stuff. And as Jack's taking his deserved break, Charlie starts badgering him with questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> where's Locke? Where's Shannon? How is he? <laughs> yeah. Like just what Jack wants to hear during his break, and then we get that flashback. It's what do you call this? Uh, it's the rehearsal dinner. Oh, okay, it's the rehearsal. So we get the future Miss Shepard. We later learn her name is Sarah. So yeah. Sarah. Long story short, a soon to be future wife got in a massive car accident, major back damage. Jack promised he could fix her. Jack did fix her. Jack's the most committed man she knows, and uh, she calls Jack her hero. So. Oh. Are th- aren't there some ethical problems? Yeah, I want to ask you about that in terms of uh, what's it called heroship, but not heroship. When when someone is saved by someone, oh yeah, they they they, I don't maybe infatuated. I don't. It doesn't have to be romantic, but yeah. Well, so so it kind of goes both ways. Sometimes, uh, I mean, when if a person, so let's say I'm saved by someone, uh, by so- me. Okay, fantastic. So let's say you saved my life. Okay, uh, there are some psychological conditions where I would become like, I would feel like I completely indebted to you and also yes. in awe of you. And, and wonderful. I, <laughs> and and it would, it could lead to what one might call an infatuation. There are other psychological psychological conditions whereby you would feel like ultimately responsible for me and you would because you saved my life feel like you now have to make sure that my life is good blended (laughs) sounds like a big hassle yeah yeah in fact so uh one of my favorite authors chuck polaniak i don't know if you're familiar with chuck polaniak no clue Okay, so he's he wrote Fight Club, the the book Fight Club, which was I did not know that was a book. The book before it was a movie, yeah. Uh, and one of the books that he wrote is called Choke, and it's about a guy who makes a career out of going into restaurants, intentionally choking on his food, and having people save him because he finds that when someone saves his life, they tend to like send him money at Christmas and take and, and like. Uh, check in on him to make sure that he's okay you know give offer him jobs like all kinds of interesting stuff happens when someone saves his life so huh 
the condition can go both ways. So I feel like there's that it's going both ways here. Like Jack who saved her life is ultimately responsible for her or ultimately feels responsible for her life now. And maybe that's why he's marrying her. Sarah uh, is, feels like this is, this is her hero. This is the amazing person who saved her life. And who could ever be better than how could she ever admire anyone more than this guy? And so, but it's, it's dangerous to put this into a romantic relationship. It's, it's the reason why it's unethical for like a therapist to have a relationship with a patient or, you know, um, anybody who's in a position of, I don't want to say power, power is not the right word, but service to another person. I, I understand what you're saying. To, to end up in a relationship with that person. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's a conflict of interest and, and it, it does, it's a, it's a dynamic that is not, it, well, hold on. It, <laughs> Pick your words carefully. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the dynamic of, in this case, doctor patient can be, I think, uh, confused with romantic love. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jack didn't save her life because he loved her. He loves her now because he saved her life. I see what you're saying. You know, so anyway, the, the, so the, and I think there, I think there are like laws against this type of thing. So I'm, I'm a little confused about this at all. Well, there's really laws against this type of stuff. You know what? I take that back. Not, I think not in this case, because this is like, he was like an OR doctor or ER doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if it was like her general practitioner, that would be highly unethical. Okay. I see what you're saying. You know, I, is, or her OBGYN or whatever. Like if this is someone that she saw regularly for like well visits, I think that would be really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, she's probably, you know, hopefully never going to have to, see jack as a patient again yeah so it's probably okay i definitely i mean i think this is supposed to raise eyebrows yeah and talks about he saved yeah i feel like most people would think that's a bit weird at first uh maybe some people will think that's romantic but well even if it's not unethical it's still a questionable choice to make because there is this element of you know hero worship that you know, uh, yeah, he saved her life, but what's it going to be like when you know when he's a jerk? You know? <laughs> it's like ah, uh, what's I can't remember what the one movie's called. It's super old movie. I think it's a black and white, but it's basically two guys go out to war, and uh, one saves the other life, and so he's just forever indebted to this guy that saved his life. Is this like White Christmas? Yeah, it is White Christmas. That's a... <laughs> Yeah. Never finished the movie, but yeah, White Christmas is a yes. Okay. Yeah. How do you know White Christmas? Well, I mean, my wife loves White White Christmas. I really shows her age, Mister Sal, and yeah. your wife's love White Christmas. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, <laughs> but the premise is there. The yeah. man indebted to another person's life. Yeah. So, what that flashback? Meh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bit of an interesting concept there, but. 
still don't really care very much. I think I'm I'm in more I'm inclined to talk about these flashbacks more than I really wanted to because I'm trying to understand why they're here, and I'm I'm trying to like them more. <laughs> well, thank you for trying. But anyway, speaking of trying, you know who's trying? Jack is. Oh boy, is he? He's a tryhard. <laughs> he's he's trying everything he could. Yeah. So uh, Jack and Son go to set Boone's leg. They even put a stick in his mouth, and oh, this like you can tell what they're you know they're about to put Boone in a lot of pain because Son gets the stick to put into Boone's mouth. Yeah, but I didn't think it would be that bad. Like because oh. just, just the way Boone's you know very fairly yeah. on the brink of consciousness, and but he just gives a super massive scream. Ah. Oh yeah, you know I really I I liked the I, when Sun comes back with the stick and Jack like, gives her a hard time. I think we're beyond the point of the the point of herbal remedies here, Sun. Yeah. You know, and, and she's she she gives it right back to him. This isn't an herbal remedy, and she just sticks the stick in his mouth. So what is the point of that? So they don't like bite off their tongue or something? Master Chief. Uh, yeah, I guess it's it's to give you a place to divert your energy and maybe blood flow? That doesn't make sense to me. It's not like you're bringing blood flow into the stick. No, into your jaw. Can't you, can't you bite down your jaw even if you don't have something in your mouth? Like, or... I could say, yeah, it's not good for your teeth. No, but, you know, I think that, you know, when you're when you scream... Like, rather than screaming through clenched teeth, you know, te- tooth on tooth, and the, I, I don't know. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 try, I understand what you're trying to say. It's like, you can scream a lot more energetic scream if your mouth's slightly open than teeth to teeth screaming. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I, I think it's kind of like to distract you from the pain. That, I, oh, that, okay, I can. I can get on top of that. Yeah, because it's it's like when you, I don't know, when you're in pain, you you, you have to come up with something else for your brain to focus on, so that you're just, you're being distracted from the pain. Would you have you ever experienced this, where someone made you bite on a stick? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So we have Kate right. <laughs> I made that sound like I have, but no, I have not. Mm-hmm. Kate, run, you know, we get back to Kate. She's running through the jungle with uh, the alcohol in her backpack. Trips, and she breaks some of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But she hears something in the jungle. Now, when she when she heard the something, what, what did she think it was? Did, did you straight up know, oh, that's got to be Claire? Yeah, uh, that was my first thought, yeah. Right, fair enough. And sure enough, it is Claire. And... She's having contractions, and she seems to be in denial about it. Yeah, like very, very much so in denial about it. And in her defense, just a couple episodes ago, she had a false labor. Oh, she did. Yeah, yep. Well, that was before she was taken away. I wonder if she remembers that. Oh, you're right. But you're right, though. She has had a false labor before. I forgot that was before she was taken, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with amnesia, allegedly, allegedly, I mean, she's faking it. Could be the case, her future, well, 
Yeah, future son told her, Mom, please pretend you forgot everything. Anything for you, my son, Claire said back, and now she pretends to forget. How is she going to get it past everyone else if she names the baby Ethan? She's not gonna... <laughs> It's too <laughs> obvious. She has to put the middle name as Ethan. That's how she'll get it past everyone. No one asks for the middle name. So... <laughs> Uh, so Kate wants to take her to Jack, but she, she realizes Claire can't walk, so she just starts to yell for help. Yeah. Just, ah, fair enough. It's a it's, it's a solution to a problem, and this is where we see like Hero Jin. I I love this scene so much, <laughs> and I I don't know why. Maybe it's because Jin is not as much of a jerk as he used to be. Like they should show him being a jerk a lot more. I'm not saying he isn't a jerk still, but. He's, he's certainly not a jerk right here. No, I think you have a very, very big blind spot and a high level of affection for Jin. I do, I do like Jin maybe more than I should. <laughs> but there's what it is. Yeah. I mean, come on. This scene here, he's working on the raft alone, right? Hard oh. at work. Yeah, he's awesome in this episode. Oh, I like, he hears the screamings, immediately just sprints into the jungle, right? They, they get, get great shots of him. He stops, waits, hears it again, sprints in another direction, and then he finds Claire and Kate. <laughs> yep. And Kate's able to get across to Jin that, hey, you have to go to Jack, tell Jack, and also gives uh, Jin the backpack to deliver to Jack, and Jin sprints off. Yeah. So okay, okay. Now, now, we're, now we're getting somewhere. Jin, next up, I do like the changing, not alliances, but just the changing jobs of everyone. For the most part, like Kate thinks she's gonna do this. Nope. Now she's doing this. Jin yeah. thinks he's doing that. Now Jin's doing this. Soon Charlie thinks he's over there asking Jack questions. I guess is about all he's doing. Right. But soon he's gonna go back and be the messenger boy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's cool. And here, you know, we get back to the cave, and Jack wants, uh, we, we see Jack requesting son ask Boone something again, and he's trying to figure out Boone's blood type. <laughs> I get, he's trying to ask him. Not really working, because Boone's, you know, he's not really with it. And Jack gets really frustrated here, because he has no clue what uh, Boone's blood type is, has no way to find out, and he also has no clue on even how he could, you know, like get a vein to get a yeah. transfusion going because all he has is like bamboo, no, no hollow needle, yep. as he puts it. Yeah, but, he's got a couple of big problems here. So he's really upset. He, this is where I think he's like he gets super frustrated here. But the moment Boone he finally utters A minus, A yeah, the A minus, which A negative. Sorry, yeah, I said A minus. <laughs> it's been two logs. <laughs> a negative. Do you know your blood type, Mister Sal? I do. Do you? Okay. No, I forget it every time. I've tested about three different times. I've pricked myself to figure out what my blood type is in a class, and every time I always forget. Oh my goodness. I am O positive, which means I am close to the universal donor. I am I am not O, I know that. Yeah. I can donate to anyone who's positive. Aw, how sweet. What can you receive? Uh, I can receive 
I think I can only receive. Oh, negative or positive? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be you. Yeah. <laughs> we can accept anyone. AB a, positive. A, positive. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, after hearing this, Jack, you know, just demands, uh, son, go find Charlie. Anyone who's a negative and Shannon. So. Yeah. There you go. And so when he, by the way, when he asked son to go find Charlie, I thought he was gonna try to get a needle from Charlie. Oh. Because we knew he had a drug problem. But for whatever reason, I don't know why I equated to him having a heroin problem, meaning he has needles. Yeah. Because very short, I thought of that in my head, and then I was like, okay, so he's going to get the needle from Charlie. So I, yeah, I, I didn't remember this small thing of how he got the needle. But then I realized, wait, Charlie doesn't have needles. like this. We never saw Charlie using needles, no. Exactly, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he has needles. That was just something I put in my own mind. But speaking of Shannon, we see Shannon and Saeed. Now uh, for the next scene. Fantastic. No, they're, they're going to have a picnic with tiki torches. There you go. Picnic with tiki torches. How That's... sweet. Yeah, very uh, romantic. We get back to the cave. It's Jack and Charlie. I love this. I mean, this is such a... Oh, I like to see this. So many great scenes. Like here, I was like, ah, oh, I found an A. They don't know if they're positive or negative. Yep. I found an A positive and an A B negative too. Yeah. And you know, Jack's like, no, 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 we need no negative. And you know, come on, go go back and ask everyone. And Charlie's like, I did? No one just no one knows their blood type. Yeah, yeah he's he keeps saying we need O negative, but I think I mean A negative would be fine. Yeah. But even even A positive, I think, right? I would I would presume it would be. Oh no, no, wait. I think no, no, it's not the case because O negative can give everyone but can't receive from anyone except for O negative. So A negative can't take from A positive. Only the positives can take from the negatives. My understanding. Oh, uh, okay. But the negatives, yeah, the negatives cannot take from the positives. Is my if I can remember correctly. Yeah, because that makes sense. Because O negative is like you can give it to everyone but you can't receive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah. you know. Ah, well, I don't know. He doesn't even have a needle, but Sun comes in with a sea urchin. A sea urchin. I did not realize how prevalent sea urchins are lost when I had. Thank. Oh man, see, I was on this. I want. Are they? I guess they must be a hollow needle. I wonder how accurate this is. If you could really use a sea urchin to do this type of work. Uh, Yeah, I wonder. But anyway, it has a hollow needle. Jack is very grateful for this. And Jack also knows that he's an O negative. And it ain't perfect. Am I putting him in? I can't remember this word. So you say it, shock. Uh, I'm not sure I know which. Oh, amphilactic. Ah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Amphilactic. There you go. There, right? Yes. <laughs> right on the keyword, shock. Uh, but, you know, he's going to take the risk anyway. And he says yet again that he will not die. So Jack, headstrong. Will not let Boone die. All of his reminders to the marshal and to um. Jack, you gotta stop writing ca- checks you can't cash. Well, well, you know he was right about Charlie. Charlie will not die. Charlie lived. That's true. That's so true. He's got about fifty percent hit rate so far on the island. One for four. 
Oh yeah, total. Well, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he's had other people that couldn't make it while he's a doctor. Right. No, I'm talking about on the island. He's one for four. Wait, wait, wait. What, what are what are all of his numbers? Marshall, Charlie, Boone. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I promise that that you're gonna make it. But he. Uh, it was oh. His promise. Go ahead. Do you Rose. Know? Rose. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I I have that noted for later. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Me too. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that, this episode an eight. I mean, the more we're going through this, I'm like, this episode's a pretty good episode. Just yeah, saying. it is a good episode. But the flashbacks, I understand you're. I'm trying to like the flashbacks. Let's see if uh, I'm getting there. I'm warming up. Too. Well, more on the flashbacks. This this one's just straight. I mean, this is where we learn her name's Sarah and learn a bit about her. Uh, Jack's playing the piano. Yep. Uh, Sarah comes over and they start playing a Heart and Soul together. I I didn't need this. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and I I I don't really I'm trying to remember what's a oh Jack's struggling to write vows. There's like, come on, you can do it. It's just vows. And Sarah reassures Jack that his he will come. Presumably his dad. I'm sure you guessed that too. Yeah, that was my. My guess that's the implication. And then Sarah's like, "Hey, I'll I'll be here as long as you need me to. I'll be waiting upstairs, and can't wait to marry you, Jack. Okay, bye." And there you go. That's Sarah. That's that flashback. All I get from that is, "Let me try to like it." Hold on. Okay. <laughs> don't try to like this one. Seriously, don't, don't don't waste your breath. I this is probably the worst flashback out of all of them. Okay, so yeah, heart and soul. I have no use for that. Like it, it doesn't need to be there. Like, I mean it. it Title of an episode, heart and mind, heart and soul. So. Not the same thing. <laughs> but what I do like about this flashback is is the unstated seeking of approval from his father. Mm. I like that, because up to this point, we've only seen mostly contempt for his father in these flashbacks. You're right. That he doesn't really fight with his father at all in these flashbacks. Not in the, no, not in this set. No. No, you. If anything, he he asks him for advice. They they're pretty, yeah, like, cordial. So it does make me wonder where in the timeline of Jack's flashbacks this one falls. That is a, yeah, that's definitely important. Probably before his last flashback, if I had to guess. Must be the earliest set of them, right? Because the flashbacks in all the best cowboys have daddy issues would have happened immediately before the flashbacks in White Rabbit. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Okay. We would have instigated the events of White Rabbit. So this must have been significantly before. So Jack must have been... I mean, I'm assuming Jack's not still married. But maybe he is. One would think. Especially when he's hitting on Kate. I mean, that is about the most innocent flirting. That is fair enough. Yeah, they haven't ever kissed or anything. Yeah. (laughs) That is is fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What stays on the island, what happens on the island stays on the island. Yeah, but nothing seems to happen on the island except (laughs) Saeed and Shannon of all people. But (sighs) I don't know. I, I, I... this this has to this set of flashbacks has to happen significantly before White Rabbit's flashbacks. I agree. So, 
it looks as though Jack did at one time have a relationship with his father that wasn't entirely negative. Yeah, at least not as negative as it slowly became. Yeah, he got his job fired. That's the second Jack episode we saw. And then we saw him, which we call it in Australia, looking for his father. Well, not looking, but dealing with his father's death. Hmm. So, yeah, this, this has to take place beforehand. Yeah. So, I, it, that is true. I guess that's nice to know that this is before they fell out as much. Seems a bit rocky still, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some tension there, but he wants his father there, and he wants to have this conversation later with him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that I think they may have had something at some point, but Certainly. so so yeah, it, it it was definitely interesting to see him looking out for the car. I didn't even think about that because we see like an old lady coming out of a car. Jack's looking over. Yeah, that's. Oh, I, I didn't think of it in that sense. That makes that flashback better. I, I didn't think there was any way to make it better. You made it slightly better. Definitely not the the piano part. That that. Oh yeah, no, so, uh, anything with his his future wife Sarah. I just don't care. I I don't I didn't mind the vows so much like the actual wedding itself. Those are alright. Yeah, the actual wedding itself is alright too. I thought this was the weakest flashback. You've you've given it some life in it. Yeah, there's some value to to seeing Jack seeking his father's approval and, and looking longingly out for his father. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree to that. Wants but, the big hey, well, anything else in that flashback? No, just he wants the big thumbs up from Poppy. Mm. Did you did you seek out your like parental approval? Or was this like an issue for you? Not 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 that whether or not your parents agreed or disagreed to your marriage, right? Was it a big deal to you that they agree or disagree? Oh that they agree. Or if they disagreed, you were like, ah, whatever. I don't need their approval. I mean, I didn't ask their opinion or permission beforehand. But, uh, I mean, my parents are the type of people that, that are going to be supportive regardless. They're, they're not going to be. They're, they're, they're not going to give me a hard time one way or another. So, yeah. you know, if, if, they, if they had doubts, they, they never expressed them. Oh, okay. And I wasn't worried about it, so... Must be nice making it to your fourth marriage. <laughs> My fourth marriage? Yeah. You lost count. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, what? Oh yeah, we leave the flashback and we have Jin. Jin arrives. This is ah. Oh, this is another great scene. <laughs> this so- is. Maybe my favorite scene in the episode. This is fantastic. There's so many great scenes in this episode. We have Jin comes in, yells for Jack at Hurley. Yeah, Hurley directs him, and he runs into the operating room, and he just sees, like, he meets eyes with the sun. He sees Jack has, like, a transfusion. He sees Boone on the table. Like, Jin just sees all this at once, and he's, he's taken <laughs> aback by everything for a moment. And then he eventually starts just spewing a bunch of stuff out the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and some starts translating it's so, so hectic and they, they just translate how Claire's in labor mm-hmm. Charlie's also in the operating room I've, I've kind of mentioned that it's, it's kind of weird that he's in there I don't really know what he's doing well I think there. when he heard Jin talking about Claire I don't think he was in there for the transfusion I think for the transfusion it was just Jack and Son oh, okay you're right but he, he, yeah you are because Charlie did go Claire when uh, Jin said her 
her name. So, <laughs> so and he get, gets a bit in fright. Is that Claire? What's wrong with Claire? 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 And, <laughs> and so we learn Claire's in labor and Kate is with her. So <laughs> Jack takes Charlie for a moment and tells him, Charlie, you're going to have to tell Kate all this. Which I find this hysterical that he doesn't just say, Charlie, you're going to have to do this. He says, Charlie, you're going to have to tell Kate all of this. So, so I thought about this. And and it is interesting. It is really interesting to think about because Charlie could have done it. Would have been more direct to have Charlie do it. You know, you, you save that that one messaging step. You know, that one step in telephone for for a chance mm-hmm. of version of the details, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, but I I assume Jack knows that there's something between Charlie and Claire, and. Let me tell you something, because I've I've been in a delivery room. I've seen a birth, okay, in two births, okay. And if you 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 need to be pretty intimate with that person, like it's a very intimate setting. (laughs) What you are about to see can't be unseen. All right. So I think Charlie or Jack just didn't want Charlie to put himself in a situation where it was going to become awkward between him and Claire or where Claire might think he was trying to take advantage of her. Okay. Fair enough. It also might just be how he, this might indicate how Jack trusts Kate more than Charlie to handle this task too. Uh, I, I, I tend to think it's, it's about protection of these people. I, th- I think that in order to protect Charlie and Claire for that matter, you don't have Charlie do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand your reasoning of why Kate would do over Charlie. Oh, especially with the relationship Claire and Charlie have been fostering and makes yeah. sense. I understand that. I didn't think of it that way. I just kind of thought of it as, huh. Oh, now here, oh, here's something though. Okay. This, this, oh, Kurt. What is this? <laughs> this this might inform a little bit about why we have these flashbacks in this episode. Like this this might connect to those flashbacks because Jack knows his relationship with Sarah was based on him medically intervening to save her. Oh my lord. And so he doesn't want to do that to Charlie and Claire. Oh. He doesn't want that to be the basis of their relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, oh, all right. I like this. I like this idea. Well, it's not very. Hmm. I well, I don't think it's very focal point because he never hit it. It's not like Charlie ever tries. No, to even do it. But, but, but it's like, why are we? Why, like, why are these flashbacks important? Why are they have? Why are we seeing them now? What do they have to do with the main story? And this this is a point that could be connected to the flashbacks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, another connection I thought of was just Jack struggling. He struggles in the flashbacks. He struggles here. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's yeah, you know, it's a different type of struggle. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I struggle to connect it. That that that's a connection though. Yeah, and no, I I think I like this because. You know, he knows, you know, doctor-patient romantic relationships are, are pretty tough to make work. And so he doesn't want to put Charlie and Claire into that doctor-patient role. So, yeah. I like that. Yeah, good, good, good spotting, Mr. Sal. I'll give you that. 
I'm I'm liking these flashbacks more and more. You, I know you are somehow making these flashbacks better. I'm really trying. I really, I, I want, I want to, I want to understand why they're here. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I don't know why they're here. Because on first meeting, it was like, what the heck do these flashbacks have to do with anything, and why am I supposed to be interested in this? On a, on another, well, oh wait, no, not another side note. Do you want, we we don't need to explain the instructions given to Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's got instructions. Gotta get him to Kate so Kate can deliver this baby. Mm -hmm. And Jack will not be going. That that's a shocker to Charlie, but Yeah, I mean yes, but at the same time, like look at Jack. He's He's like vampire. Like Yeah, yeah, he's getting there. (laughs) Yeah. He is oh actually the opposite of a vampire. (laughs) He's losing blood. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's not looking the best. So uh, we cut back to uh, Claire and just Kate, and Claire thinks her contractions are gone, but instead her water breaks, <laughs> and then she goes back to panicking. Is that is that how it is? When like someone goes into labor, they, they have contractions, then their water breaks, they have like a break, an eye in the storm? I, I mean, th- there can be breaks from contractions, but it doesn't necessarily correspond to the water break. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, okay. Complicated stuff, man. It, it really is. <laughs> so, after that quick snippet, we get back to Jack, and he's feeling Boone's breathing. And this is where this is where Boone probably talks to most, either the most or second most that he talks at his he time. Says he says a lot here. Oh, definitely a lot of information here. Yeah. And you know, Jack's trying to feel Boone's breathing. It's just him and Boone. Jack's transfusing his blood into Boone. And Boone is like, oh, wow, I'm real messed up. His legs are in pain, so on and so forth. And Boone admits that he fell out of a plane. Yeah. Not out of, but fell. I was about a plane falling. I can't quite remember, actually. We have to remember, too, that Boone has no idea what Locke told them. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't. He he doesn't know that Locke's run off. He doesn't yeah. know. You know. Yeah, he has no clue. The state of mind he didn't. In fact, he's so out of a state of mind, he, uh, he even talks about... He confesses that Boone told him not to talk about the hatch. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not in a clear state of mind. He's clearly no. Locke told him not to. Yeah. Locke yeah. told him not to talk about the hatch. Yeah. As he says that to Jack. Um. But, but back to the plane part. He says, oh, I fell out of a plane or in a plane. I can't quite remember his wording on that, but he fell out of a plane. Jack yeah. corrects him. He's like, no, Locke said you fell from a cliff. And Boone sticks to the plane story. Yeah. And then he starts dazing off again. Jack tries to get him to stay with him, but while he's dozing back off, he confesses that Locke told him not to talk about the hatch. And then he starts saying Shannon. And then, boom, boom, he's out of it again. Yeah. But this this definitely makes Jack curious, and this certainly instigates what he'll do uh, at the end of the episode. And mm-hmm. probably how he starts feeling now, but he shows it at the very end. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I'll, actually, I'll talk to you about that at the end. How you feel okay. about the whole lock situation here? Uh, we then get to see Shannon and Saeed. They're basically having their picnic. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're sucking face. I remember now. Yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, Shannon confesses that uh, her and Boone are step uh, siblings. 
Boone loves her. She cares for him in a certain way, but not quite that way. And just wind up let Saeed know. And Saeed just lets her know, you know, he had no expectations. Hopes, but no expectations. <laughs> After Shannon wants to take it slow. So, there you go. And then, and then you get back to <laughs> that Claire and Labor. Uh, Jin and Charlie roll up. We get... So, well, actually, do you have anything on that Shannon and Saeed? I didn't figure you did, but... Yeah, no, okay. I, I, I don't. I just don't like like them as a couple. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't. Yeah, I don't ship it. No. But we get Claire. She's in labor. Charlie and Jin come up, and Kate and Charlie like you know, uh, go to the side a bit, and they're like, "Oh, where Kate's? You know, where's where's Jack?" Charlie informs Kate quite calmly. Well, you know, Jack is pouring his blood into Boone right now, so. Yeah. He cannot come. Yeah. And Kate, you're going to have to do it. So, uh, you have to deliver the baby. Kate even, I think, I questioned this earlier. Why not try to carry Claire to Jack? But, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. Like when you're, when, when a woman's in labor, like they're not like, they're not going anywhere and moving them can, uh, either induce uh, the baby to uh, come sooner than it's ready to, or uh, to turn within the womb to, uh, and then you end up with, with a breech birth, which you definitely don't want. Mm-hmm. Claire's very lucky that this was not breech because, you know, the, the cure for breech is a, c- a cesarean section, a C-section, uh, which is major surgery where they open you up, they open up the, take the baby right out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they have to move organs around in order to do it. So, uh, so she's very lucky this this baby came out head first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Claire didn't seem all that happy in the moment. Yeah. Uh, Jen even Wait, starts what? to talk to Claire. <laughs> yeah, well, I, this was awesome. I thought that was awesome. She he started saying something. Obviously, we don't know what he said, but says something to Claire, and Claire doesn't really respond. To Jin all that much, but she just she's panicking. She's worried. Oh, what if they did something to my baby? I'm not ready for this. Oh no! And Kate just gives like the mushy gushy. You know, hey, I'm scared too. We'll get through this together. You know, I I, I did really. Uh, I'm glad that she she mentioned something about the that she was scared that they did something to the baby because she was there for like a week and she doesn't remember anything. Of course, they did something to the baby. It's Ethan. You think they did something to the? Oh, okay. <laughs> you think they did to the baby? Okay. Yeah, but she she expresses her concern. I don't think it is. I think that comes later, where she starts talking about how how that. Uh, that's definitely later, where she's worried that the baby will know that she didn't want it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she will voice these concerns in a bit. Uh, we get back to the cave, and this is. This is where we see Jack at his worst in terms of a transfusing, transfusing blood into Boone. Like he's, ah, oh, he looks like a ghost. And this is another great scene. Like, I love this episode so much. Just <laughs> all these scenes in the present day. So many of them are just so great. Like yeah. these are high class scenes right here. 
He's super low on blood himself. Sun comes in, and she notes this is not working. And Jack observes that the blood is pooling in his leg, and that's this is where he says this isn't from a fall alone. Something crushed his leg to cause this pooling. This is so. It was just super damning, right? Yeah. And this we have to question Locke in this case because if Locke just told him the full story jack could have better understood his injuries but yeah he was fixing boone in a way where he didn't just fall off a cliff he fell off but also got crushed by things jack didn't know to check for this stuff for being crushed that's true so this blood pulling is disgusting it is oh my yes yeah, his legs starting to like ugh. and i never you know in i never thought about this uh, this concept before of, of blood pulling at an injury like and he's receiving a, a transfusion, mm-hmm. so all the blood that Jack is pumping into him is mm-hmm. going right to this injury. Well, not, not quite, but yeah, yeah, some of it's pooling in there. Right. I mean, not all. Yeah. I, I, that was that was a mistake, but but a large chunk of it, way more than its fair share. Yeah, he's wasting he's wasting blood basically. Like if he doesn't yeah. fix that first, he's just kind of wasting blood. Yes, exactly. So, so and speaking of this, Sun rips off his transfusion because he's given enough, and he certainly looks like he has. Mm-hmm. So the the weakly Jack walks out of the operating room, walks to Hurley. This <laughs> this some this this more Hurley than I'd expect in this episode, but it's mostly just him like just menial things, right? And he's like, he knows how Jack, you don't look so hot, man, and. Jack summons Hurley to go get Mike. And did, yep. did you did you have a clue of why he has sent yeah. Hurley to go get Mike? Not a clue. I'm like, why do you need Mike in this case? Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I thought maybe he was going to build some piece of equipment to... I, I don't even know what. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So we get a flashback here, and this is the pool scene with Christian and Jack. Uh, my favorite flashback. Oh, yeah. So... Jack's trying to think of vows at the pool. Christian comes over and greets him. And, you know, they have some... There's some, like, a bottle of liquor there. Kind of sharing it. Mm-hmm. And... Jack informs uh, Christian of his dilemma. You know, oh, Sarah wants us to write down our own vows. Mm-hmm. And his dad kind of grabs the vows out of Jack's hand. Reads them and goes, wow, this is very nice, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack then says, oh, yeah, yeah, I stole Sarah's vows. <laughs> okay, I can't. I can't write vows. This is terrible, Dad. It's really funny because these vows that he reads, I I found, I thought they were so cliche. I was oh, like, it's me too. These were these were ten out of ten cliche. Yeah, it's okay. like I mean, whatever. I it's a wedding, right? You you don't want to. It's better cliche than risk something. I don't know. But definitely cliche. I, mean, I, don't, I, th- I think you can write vows that are not risky, but also not cliche. Yeah, I can agree to that. But, you know, she, these were cliche, for it was sure. It was just cliche, cliche sentence into cliche sentence. Like, you could take any of these sentences, you could have just rearranged mm-hmm. this entire, like, vows, and it would have sounded the exact same. Exactly, yeah. And I thought Christian was going to criticize them, honestly. So I was... Yeah. So... Oh well, uh, and Christian seems really supportive here. And yeah, he asks Jack. Oh, go on. No, strangely supportive. Like you don't expect this. 
Well, we don't we don't expect this, but this is also before uh, the big deterioration of their relationship. And this is Jack's wedding coming up, so he's probably you know even if they they've always had rocky terms, you know this is probably a good time to not you know. That's true, but remember the very first flashback we see of Jack's is when he, Jack's a little kid. Mm-hmm. Christian's telling him, "You don't have what it takes." Yeah, which uh, you know we haven't heard that come from Christian since that episode since white rabbit which was episode four i think or three maybe it was three no it was, four. It, was it was four or no no walkabouts four it is five five so but so we haven't heard this this come from christian since then but that this this guy who's sitting at the pool with jack doesn't seem like the you don't have what it takes guy but because he hasn't been drinking i don't know Maybe he just had a bad day that day. He definitely did. <laughs> well, you know that 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 was implied in the flashback in the flashback in White Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's very supportive, and he asks Jack the big question if he loves her, and that's what we're asking too, because he he should learn to write the vows. And I think, and this, what you assume is going to happen is Jack's going to call off the wedding in some capacity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what you absolutely think, and this 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 flashback reminds me of um, in translation, lost in translation, just how you think the Quans are gonna make up, you know? Oh, we can start over. Yeah. Didn't even talked about it to his father about if only we could restart and start over with son, and yep. son offers that to Jin, and Jin just goes, "Nah, too late." <laughs> So, in the same way, they just kind of build up the story, and then they just kind of just bulldozer it in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's still some elements of, okay, Jack might be uneasy with this marriage, but they surely build up that, uh, you know, maybe it's not all what he, you know, he's, he's kind of worried about it. And Jack takes a long time to think about whether or not he loves her. Um, and, you know, he, he says he does, but then his dad questions all of them, why are you sitting out here? And Jack, this is where Jack reveals all his worries. He's worried he can't be a husband or a father that he should be. And yep. bringing up what you talked about earlier, what if uh, I asked her because I saved her life? That's what Jack says to his dad. And that's, that's definitely a big problem in this relationship. You know, what if she, a big portion of the reason of why she loves you is because you saved her. Yeah. And Jack's worried about maybe I asked her because I saved her. Yeah, exactly. That's why this this relationship from the start is not a good idea. Yeah, I I would think this is a flawed relationship from the start. Not saying it's impossible, but just definitely had some flaws in it. Yeah. Uh, Jack seeks his dad. You know, hey, should I marry her? <laughs> which is which is which which if you're asking someone that, like, should I? Like, should I? I feel like that means you shouldn't. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And, and the fact that he's asking his father this, like, I, I, this was surprising because I, I've never, I never expected him to ask his father for advice about anything. He has such disdain for him. Mm-hmm. He really does. He, he's so, he tries to help everyone to the bitter end normally, except for his dad. Yeah. For what we could see. And, but here, yeah, he's, he's seeking advice from his father, and his father just tells him, Jack, commitment is what makes you tick. And you have a problem of just not letting go. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk. What do you think Kristen means by that when he tells him 
commitment is what makes you tick. Well, I mean, because he's Jack, and maybe this is one of the reasons why I've never been a big fan of Jack, because he and I completely disagree on the concept of cutting your losses and quitting. (laughs) You know, and you and I have talked about this a lot. There is value in recognizing a situation that is not attainable and cutting cutting out on it uh in order to pursue something that is you know a more attainable but b also probably preferable for you yeah so uh in in, i I always go back to that uh wc fields quote that I've, i've said on the podcast before if at first you don't succeed try try again then quit there's no use being a fool about it and that's Jack has the first part down. You know, at first you don't succeed, try, try again, but he cannot, he cannot abide that second part of that quote, then quit. There's no use being a fool about it to him. The only foolish thing to do is to give up. Uh-huh. And that, that is to be perfectly honest and maybe, maybe too blunt. That is a character flaw. Mm-hmm. If, if, if someone does not know when to give up, that there's a flaw in that. I completely agree to that. People think that's a strength. People think it's a weakness, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're right. People think that never giving up is a strength. Yeah. Yes. And I, I don't. I disagree with that. I, me too, yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is really... This is... Didn't we talk about this in the Black Mirror episode? Is that when we talked about it? I think we did. We talked about a lot of stuff in that Black Mirror episode. I know. I'm trying to remember what context this would have come up in. And That's what I'm trying to think of, too. Oh. Regardless, we definitely have talked about this on the podcast somewhere before. But this is one of the things that kind of drives me nuts about Jack. And we've talked about Jack being like a too perfect of a character. Mm-hmm. And, th- and this is one of the one of the scenarios where we see that strive for perfection as the character flaw that it actually is. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fact that he is obsessed with commitment and, and making promises and keeping those promises and never giving up that obsession uh, leads to uh, what I assume is a failed marriage you know, it, it leads to alienation of his father. It leads to, not that I blame him for for the, everything that happened with Christian. That, that's on Christian, not Jack. But I'm, sh- I'm sure that it didn't, the fact that Jack is so committed to everything and unwilling to give up on anything didn't make that situation any more life-giving. Uh, we can look at this in terms of what's happened on the island. Specifically, when people, you know, he made the promise to Rose, the Marshal, and now to Boone, three promises that he just he does not keep. Yep. Yeah, and, and and he tries. Well, Rose he doesn't try super hard, but for the Marshal and for Boone, he tries to you know a bitter end. He he tries, he tries, he tries, and it was all for naught. Yeah. Charlie is the one success case. Yeah. Well. 
Charlie's Jack's one success case? Oh, it's on the island. In case where he keeps trying and trying and trying and it works. At a seemingly oh, hopeless situation. In the, in the cave. I, I know what you're talking about. No, not in the cave. When he, when he was hanged. Yes. Yeah, when he was hanged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. This, this is a big thing about Jack. This is like his... He's a very like superhero, uh, not superhero, Superman. Like he's he's a very like flawless character. He doesn't have very many flaws. Yeah. And the flaws in his character is how flawless he seemingly is. Like he doesn't ever want to give up. Right. That and that, is a flaw. That yeah, and that is like a major flaw of his. Like really major flaw. He just does not give up when he really should. Hmm. So, yeah. I. I. I like that as a flaw. I like that as a flaw a lot in the way they show this in Jack, because, mm-hmm. like I said, most people would agree, never quitting. I know you and me feel that never quitting is a flaw. Yes, but a lot of people go, no, it's a good thing being determined right. and never quitting. Oh, it, it's it drives me nuts. You hear it all the time. But most people, when they see Jack in these circumstances, never quitting, they, most people would universally agree. Jack is going too far. He should quit now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just look at him. Yeah, and I, I, I so that's oh, why I do like that flaw, but you're talking about the flashback. Or you're talking about the blood transfusion. The, the blood. Tra- I'm talking about in terms of the, like the Marshall and Boone in this case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where he goes yeah. too far, and mm-hmm. everyone around him, you know, they're telling him, "Jack, you're, you've gone too far." And here we we see a slow. You know, at first he's trying to help Boone, and he's doing it, and he's doing it. But more and more as they go, Jack's doing more and more extreme things, and he's okay. Mm-hmm. And this is where he starts getting. You know, this is the most extreme now. Whenever he makes these decisions, he doesn't really sit and think about it too long. It looks like he just he just goes, okay. Yeah. Don't the, the next thing we can do? The only thing we can do real next is this, and he just does it. Yep. Very like you know game theory esque in terms of yeah. this is a. If we want him to live, zero percent chance. If we don't do this, one percent chance. If we do, so let's do it. One percent. We gotta take it. Yeah. So that that is that is Jack. And I I do yeah, and I like this flashback. Probably my favorite one of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, it, it probably has to do with you know Christian pointing out Jack's flaw. I, mean, I think he's the first character to do it that we've seen, right? Um, I guess Sawyer kind of pointed it out with the Marshall, like he can't save him. Oh yeah, no, just Sawyer definitely did, especially on the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, remember he said, you know, yeah, you, when they're both in the plane, yeah, in the big picture, Doc. You know, wow. and somebody, did he say that to him again, or did somebody else say that to him? You're not seeing the big picture. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like maybe Sawyer said that to him twice. Um, but yeah, it's it's. So it's it is interesting to hear this. This has been pointed out to him before he got to the island. You know, he, he knows, knows he knows this is a weakness of him. Yeah, like he must think it's a strength, or he just well, can't I, help himself. I think that, I and mean, we don't know if anybody else in his life pointed this out to him before the island, but anything that his father said to him has now been invalidated. Fair enough in his life because of what happened later, <clears throat> but. But yeah, I mean, this is this is a problem for Jack, and and he, I, I don't, I don't doubt that he would have stayed hooked up to Boone had Son not cut him off. Oh yeah, certainly. If 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 he didn't have other people on the island when he was 
taking care of the marshal and when he was taking care of Boone. Yeah. He probably would have he would have tried much harder. Like the only reason he stopped the marshal was because they shot him. Yeah. He was still yeah. he was still trying his best. Boone. I mean literally if Boone didn't wait like if he had his way with Boone, he'd just I don't know how much longer he'd be hooked up to him in transfusion. Boone certainly would have lost his leg, like Yeah. Who knows how much further I would have gone past that. Yeah, although, you know, I, I do have to say that about the leg thing. We haven't gotten there yet. Like, I don't... I don't know. I, I don't see the harm in, in trying that. Fair enough. Well, I, I guess that... He, he's, he's bleeding internally, I think, the issue. Nah, you, yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but is that, like, associated to, like, the lung? He did, like, pierce his lung? Like, I'm not a doctor, but I feel like maybe that's why he could be coughing up blood. He did cough up a lot of blood, though, so. Yeah. And and I know getting, like, crushed in the way he did will certainly cause internal bleeding, so. Yes. Probably, he's probably real messed up in ways yes. they don't even know, and right. probably can never find out. But, here, uh, so, well, anything else on that flashback? Yeah, I'm getting that. Okay, okay, so yeah, let's, let's uh, get back to the cave. Mike's here, and uh, Jack's bringing Mike up to speed about the leg. And they have the sharp, uh, like, container thing, and they're going to use this to amputate Boone's leg. Whoa. Son figures this out. Wait, what? And Jack, Jack's just mad at the fact, goes, the leg is dead. We got to do it. He, like, chops a log to test it. There is no other choice. Mm-hmm. Jack is just one cold SOB when it comes. To, he's just like, no, nope, you gotta do it, son. And son is very, you know, son makes Jack hesitate long enough that Boone can tell him to stop. Yeah. Like seriously, if there was no son here, Boone totally would have lost his leg. I have not a doubt in my mind. Or well, maybe he'd still be in the transfusion. So, so again, Boone. So if Boone loses his leg, I mean, he's worst case scenario, he's he's dead, dead anyway. So I, that's this is why I say I'm not sure I see the harm in trying to take the leg off. Oh, well, fair enough. Maybe it's just extra pain. I don't know how painful it is losing like a limb. But I'm glad Son is there to point this out. Like it, no. it, it does really enrich the episode that Son is saying, you know, the, you you need to first of all stop with the blood transfusion. Second of all, he's bleeding internally. Cutting off his leg is not going to help. Like the, the problem is the internal blood. It's not just the leg. There's more than just the leg. That's we, the... Yeah, and we have we haven't seen the internal bleeding quite yet. I think that's but that is it, it means a big deal coming from Sun too. Like we've had, we have had Sawyer bring up shortcoming or like not quitting. Like come on, Jack, give up. Right. But Sawyer's very you know he antagonizes a lot of people. Sun doesn't really do that, and also Sun is probably like the second most like medically experted person or. It seems Understa- that way. Yeah, yeah. Understanding of, like, the, I don't know. I can't come up with the word for it, but herbal remedies. Yeah, herbal remedies. They use herbal. She seemed to be useful in like a actual sense too. Oh yeah, she for sure. She was assisting in this surgery. So I, so when she says that the next the next most informed person on the island is telling Jack that he's you know. It means a lot more than when Sawyer says it to Jack. Yeah, I feel like at least I, I totally agree. So anyway, we, we, we'll go back to Claire, uh, Kate, uh, Charlie, Jen. Uh, I do like how Charlie and the Jenners kind of on looking. 
this and this is like at a safe distance. Yeah, <laughs> they don't be too close. You don't get too close. It's it's scary. And Kate's trying to work Claire through um, birthing, and it looks it looks really hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and this is where Claire's worried that the baby uh, won't want her because the baby will know she tried giving it away. And Kate says some mushy stuff back to Claire. Like, hey. You want the baby now, right? The baby knows that this is everyone's baby, so on and so forth. You know, kind of, kind of gets Claire back with it. The Claire is going to push the way Kate needs her to push. Mm-hmm. I I do love this idea that that Kate says that this baby is all of ours. Exactly. I, I love that because I, Claire has a community here that that's going to help her, which is way more than she would have had had the plane not crashed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she has a community of people to help her. The idea was she was going to Los Angeles to give up the baby. But if she had had the baby on her own back in Australia, like, she she doesn't have this network of people who are all going to help raise this baby. Like, she didn't even have anyone else. She would have been on her own, mm-hmm. which is why she was going to give the baby up. But now, there's, there's not a reason to think about uh, not wanting the child because she has a whole community of people who are going to raise this child with her. So how sweet it is. It's, it's really, it's really nice. It's really, really, it's really touching. Yeah. And I, I still just love the Jin and Charlie stuff here. <laughs> it's so good. Like Charlie tries to like, I think like kind of almost wants to run in to help. But then yeah. Jin kind of like stops him and is like, no, 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 no. Which I think is terrible. Uh, and, uh, so, and this is where it gets more and more polarizing between Claire uh, birthing stuff and Boone's. You know, I guess he's dying, right? Like, mm-hmm. Claire becomes happier and happier, and Boone's is sadder and sadder as it goes. Oh, yeah. And to the point where we haven't gotten there yet, but the baby comes into the world just as Boone leaves it. Mm hmm. Yep. And that's zero in terms of the survivor count. The because yeah. the previous scene talk about amputee like Boone's going downhill. You're feeling more and more bad, but here it's more uplifting for Claire. We're going uphill, and it starts. You know they're diverting now. Mm-hmm. So, and going back to the Boone crew, uh, this is where uh, Sun gives Boone water, and then after doing so, Boone coughs up a lot of blood. Yep, and you know they uh Mike and. Jack bring it like a gurney. It looks like an actual gurney too. Like it, it did look like a gurney. You're right. So I don't know where they got this, but they have an actual. Is it gurney or gurney? It's an N gurney. N, gurney. Okay. Yeah. And son, it just looks absolutely mesmerized because Jack still wants to chop his leg, and son just she's like irate about this on yeah. what he's doing. She's bleeding inside. It's not helping. What are you doing? And they nonetheless. Uh, Jack and Mike put him on the gurney and Son straight up tells Jack that he can't save him and here Mr. Sal did you catch this? oh boy did I Jack then says back to her don't tell me what I can't do yep now where where have you heard this before? from the man that Jack's gonna hunt down in the next episode mm. I, I, so this is super interesting because this is like 
okay, are, are these characters just kind of rubbing off on each other or is, 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 is are their mannerisms, are they starting to pick up each other's mannerisms and vernacular or is there some other connection between Jack and Locke? I, I don't know if there's any like unworldly connection between Jack and Locke per se, mm-hmm. but I think the it is trying to show the Jack and Locke are similar in a lot of ways and different in others. Either yeah. the, either, the, either they're very similar in one aspect or they're very different in one aspect. It's basically how they roll, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. They they both are very committed to whatever they set their mind to. If, they, they both are highly unlikely to give up. You, exactly. You give flaw to Jack that uh, he never quits. I've never seen Locke quit yet. So, yeah. And while it's worked out for him on the island, still, you know, he never quits. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, there's the differences: man of science, man of faith. Yeah. Uh, so one one killed Boone, the other one tried to save him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one heals, one kills. Uh. So, but getting from there, I I don't want to get too much on it, but ah, I do love that. Oh, I'm happy you didn't notice that. Oh, I I mean, I, I it, it was like as soon as he said it, like my ears perked up, and I kind of got goosebumps. Like, ooh, that's that's a that's a that's a lockism if ever I heard one. <laughs> and they hoist Boone away to the position. Uh, Jack starts to prep the leg, and he lets Mike know that hey, Mike, you don't have to watch this. And Mike very quickly obliged, just like, okay, well, let me know if you need me. And walks off. Yep. And this this is what really, I think, I'm curious to how, how do you think Jack felt in this circumstance? Because he looks over at Sun, and he keeps looking at Sun, right? They they exchange a look for quite, quite a while. You know, Jack kind of stops doing anything to Boone as they just kind of stare at each other, and then Sun just eventually just kind of gives like a sigh and walks away. Yep. And Jack is still thinking about it, and then you know it kind of prepares this, I guess, guillotine esque thing. Uh, what do you think? Like that look that they were giving each other. What What do you feel is like vocalized in that look? Well, I think that for, from Sun's perspective, it's. I have said everything that I can say. You have all the information, and you're still going to go through with this. So I, I'm going to stop trying to stop you. you. You just need to make your own mistakes, I guess. Do you think... Oh, sorry. Yeah, from Jack's perspective, it's just more of don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> oh, okay. I was wondering if you thought at all that Sun had got to Jack in any way. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't think so. I think Jack would have gone through. I think it. me too. I think she made him hesitate, and I think she even made him probably question his volitions about doing this. Yeah. But he still went. No, though. This is still the right decision. Yeah. If 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 Boone doesn't wake up, I think he takes off that leg. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we get to a flashback right as he prepares the guillotine. It's their wedding. Sarah gives her vows. Uh, Jack. Gets to do his. He starts it with, you know, well, first he takes up a super long pause, a worryingly long pause. Then Every he admits. Really, part of these vows is worrying. Every, yeah, he's like, oh, I didn't write any vows. I've tried to for a month. And I've just been wondering why. And it's only made things worse. Yep. <laughs> like, this sounds like he's going to call off the wedding. 
for sure. But then he admits, you know, I'm not good at letting go. I'm afraid uh, I might just fail. But you know what? I know one thing. So this, is, this is the one part where he just flips it back around. I know one thing. Yep. Uh, I would not be able to write one as good as you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing. Uh, yeah. Yep. It. I mean, it, it was like, it was almost like he was intentionally setting her up. Just to <laughs> think he wasn't going to go through with it. Just so that he can be at the end say, Psych, gotcha. Psych. Like, <laughs> and I, oh, I, so it's a cliche at the end. Like, Sarah, you had it wrong. We talked about it yesterday. I didn't fix you. You fixed me. <laughs> but I also want to know how they keep showing Christian's face during this. We, yeah. We understand what Christian was kind of saying at this point. Christian basically told him, Don't go through with this. Yep, absolutely. And he went through with it anyway. He. He did his weakness, and I think Christian understands he's made a mistake, and we'll see if Jack has, but in the moment, they seem happy enough. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the flashbacks? Because, yeah, that's the last flashback. Yeah, no, I, I I, I wasn't completely disappointed with the with the vows here. I thought that Jack ended up giving the right set of vows at the end, although I don't know that the lead-in to the end was necessary, because I, here's what I think. I... I fully believe that Jack intended to I'm sorry I keep dropping my microphone <laughs> that, I, that Jack intended to uh, to call it off and Wait. then I, I think he intended to call it off like from the beginning of his vows hmm. he talked himself into not calling it off I like it much more thinking it like that yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense, though, especially the way he's talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, it, probably the heel turns where he goes, "I," but I know one thing. <laughs> he heel turns it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, th- I think that they keep showing Christian because I think it's almost. I guess it was probably imperceptible, but I think there's an element of disappointment in Christian. But definitely, he's probably maybe a bit proud of Jack if he was able to call it off. But yeah, he's definitely at the end when they show his face. He's certainly disappointed. He's not well, think about this in context of all the best cowboys have daddy issues. What what's the instigating event in that thing? It's it's Christian telling him, "Call it, call it," and Jack won't. You know, he turns it back on him. You call it, right? And this is this is Christian again, without overtly saying it, implying to Jack, "Call it," <laughs> and Jack's not doing it. Jack ain't calling it. Yeah, he ain't never calling it. You know, I do like these flashbacks more. I, I, you, I me too now. <laughs> I don't know if they're great. Yeah. I mean, now, now I actually like them quite a bit, but I think that's just because we, I don't know. They're, they're not as bad as I thought they were. But this is, this is one of the reasons why I like doing this podcast too, is that, that there's, there's a lot to, to process and talk through. And I, th- I think that just the fact that we are willing to sit and talk about it for two hours, which is, you know, <laughs> this is, this is like, what? Uh, it, it's not, well, no, it's like triple the length, almost triple the length of the episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like double and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that it's one of the things I like about doing the podcast because I, I end up thinking of things that I never would think of if I binge watched it. Oh my god! Now you're close. You know you're right. It's like closer to three, or triple. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the last episodes are what, 43, 44 minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but but I would never think of the, any like any of this stuff if I binge watched it because if I was just watching it and not podcasting with you about it, I would have been on to. I mean, I'd be done with season one by now for sure. Oh yeah, sir. I, listen, I'd be. I the time we watched it, I I think the total amount I watched the Lost was all in like two months. Wow. So you've already like taken much longer than I have. I'm obviously I'm getting way more details out of it this way. But. Yeah. So, and then it, so uh, anyway, this is just a, a plug for our podcast that if people are listening to it now, you know, and this is what I, I love doing this with, with all the shows that I watch. I love finding podcasts that discuss them because it makes me, it forces me to think about shows. And it's why, one of the th- reasons why I don't love binge watching and why someday you and I, because we both love the show, we really should do this with Ozark. I do like Ozark. Yeah. We, we really should because that's that's one that i always binge because it's a netflix show exactly know? yeah yeah anyway. it's hard not to it's hard not to yeah. but I, th- I think that an in-depth analysis of each episode of that would be so rewarding so anyway but right now i'm focused on the laughing so <laughs> you're focused on lost more specifically boom might be losing a leg Oofa. <laughs> Jack is about to like yeet Boone's leg off. <laughs> he's ready to go. And right as he's like, you know, get revving it up, Boone says, Wait. I'm so glad you used the word yeet there because like my my kids say yeet all the time. Your children or like your students? My children. I remember, I remember, I explained to you what the word "eat" means. I know, <laughs> and and it's so funny because like my wife hears it and she's like, "What does that even mean?" I'm like, "It means whatever you want it to mean." It but does kind of, well, it, it means it can mean a multitude of things. You right? can, you can. I said, but most commonly, it means like to defeat or get rid of or kick out or expel or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like in that vein. Like if you yeah. eat something, like if I yeah. if I have a if I have a ball, I'm gonna eat the ball. I mean, I'm gonna throw the ball. Exactly. If I'm gonna eat a leg, I mean, I'm gonna chop the leg. Yeah. You know, somebody says something offensive in a group chat, and you eat them. Yeah. Mister Salisbury, you're learning the lingo. I'm 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 proud of you. Yeah, man. I I love this. He's gonna eat the leg. Do you, you ever use it in front of your wife? your kids just to show yeah absolutely. just to flex on her on your nose yep absolutely. i can't even i can't even remember how i explained the word to you i don't remember all the details but i do remember it was you that explained it and i remember explaining it to you i just remember how i did it because i'm thinking of now i don't know how the hell i could have explained it to you <laughs> i think just like just like we're talking about it right now but it's you know my favorite is when my oldest son who's nine uh says it is about to defeat an enemy in a video game and as he as he lands the final blow he's like yeetimus <laughs> yeetimus i don't know whatever <laughs> anyway. so i'm joke. sorry jack's about to eat the leg and boone wakes up and says wait yeah wait oh i'm just i'm so happy and proud of you mr Sally. Come <laughs> along, right? I, I, maybe it's an acquired word but yeah back to back to boone saying wait Jack, Jack, Jack is still like he's still pretty desperate on doing it. He's like, I have to boot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And boot. This is where Boone, 
you know, he goes on, he's, he knows he's all messed up inside and there's really no chance for him. You know, he's like, Jack, look around. And he, much like Rose did. Just like Rose. Uh, actually, exactly like him because he says yep. the exact same wording. Boone is letting Jack off the hook. Yep. Got him. Yeah. You know, there's so many callbacks you know the the fact that he's he's uses the term "Don't tell me what I can't do." The fact that he is uh, being told now that he's off the hook for his promises. You know, pretty much everything with Christian. It, it, it makes me wonder: Are these just like thematic elements that that keep popping up, or is there some sort of strange, weird connection between these characters? So. Interesting. We have we have Boone using Rose's words now. We've had Jack using Locke's words. This is this is interesting. The spooky. I hope I hope I'm not reading too much into it, but I might be. Yeah. Even even if I am, I still love it. So. I mean, they obviously did it purposefully. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. So, and Boone requests that Jack just let go. And this, oh, this is sad. Mm-hmm. Jack's been working so hard. It's dark, you know, it's, it's night. He's been working so hard all day. He's just to, like, tear up. And all he can say is, you know, he's sorry. He's mm-hmm. so he's so welled up. And he's, he, yep. he's not look good either. Like, you know, he's given so much blood. He's been sweating and working so hard for this. Yep. Boone just tells him, don't be. Mm-hmm. This is, ah, oh, it's so sad. And he gets way sadder. Yeah, yes, it does. So, meanwhile, we have that super sad moment going on. Let's get the exact opposite. The baby team. Yep. Claire's getting close. Jen and Charlie's still on the viewing balcony state. Not even a balcony. Just, <laughs> balcony. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you, know, you know those Muppets? You know those two Muppets on the balcony? Sattler yeah. and Waldorf. That's not their names. There's no that way that's their name. Waldorf. Are you questioning me on Muppet lore? Come on. Is that really? Oh, okay. Sorry, I confused Ernie. What? 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 Not the Muppets. Sorry, same universe as like Big Bird. Yeah, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. There you go. What are those two in that balcony? Are they on a balcony? If I just misconstrued everything, now? Yeah, you, you, if you're thinking of Bert and Ernie, they don't have a balcony. Okay, I've I've misconstrued Bert and Ernie for the you Muppets. Mean, the, the two like hecklers, like the critics. Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Statler and Waldorf. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Bert and Ernie, because I don't really know those names at all, but Bert and Ernie, I remember. <laughs> so, like, Bert and Ernie, they're, you know, they're looking upon, and the delivery goes quite well, you know, head first, no, no risk of, like, if the if, if it's not head first, you run the risk of, like, the umbilical cord wrapping around the baby's neck, right? Yeah, that definitely can happen, for okay. sure. So, the baby comes out, baby comes out, just fine. Gives the baby to Claire, and then Charlie and Jin approach. And I love the way they approach. Because yep. Jin is like smiling ear to ear as he approaches, yep. but it's... Charlie looks like bewildered. Yeah. And then, but then you know they come and they show uh, Charlie and Jin again, and like oh, Jin offers a handshake, but Charlie gives him a grand old hug, and they just they're like so happy. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's just so happy. This, but, the, the juxtaposition in this episode is really, really good. It it's, is so good. I, yeah. 
it makes it because it's the highs and the lows. It's like, oh, look at that. It's so nice. Oh no, that's oh no. Yep. It's two different Oz. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. It is. And so we get back to um Jack with Boone. Now we put him back in the the bed, but this is Boone's deathbed now. And Boone starts to struggle. You know, he's struggling to say some words. And he, he asks Jack to tell Shannon. We don't know, actually. Because <laughs> he never gets to finish his sentence. No. Which is really sad. And then, I mean, I, I think the assumption is that he loves her, but... But we'll never know quite for sure. <laughs> we won't. And Jack closes Boone's eyes, so... Mm-hmm. How very sad. It is. So, at what point did you did you grab since you you were positive Boone was gonna live going into this episode? Yeah. When did you finally grapple that Boone was not gonna live? Right here. But this really this is when you're finally like okay fine. Maybe maybe I started to think it was gonna happen when Sun found the blood on the uh, the cough mm-hmm. and told Jack that he was bleeding internally because. I don't know how you stop internal bleeding on an island. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's kind of he's kind of screwed there. Yeah. Hmm. How sad. Well, we we see the next day. Mm-hmm. Players at the beach, and it seems like everyone's at the beach. Oh yeah. Like even everyone that normally in the caves are all out here looking yeah. at the baby, all smiling. You, yeah. you even see Jack. He's smiling. Everyone is smiling. Yeah. And then Hurley, you know, he's not smiling because he gives a nod over to Jack. And we see two people that are still smiling, Syed and Shannon. Yeah. Returning from their oh-so-nice picnic. And Jack, his smile turns upside down. He goes over. I love this scene so much, too. You know, he walks to them. And most people are still happy. Some people look over, like Kate looks over, and that makes her kind of frown. And. Jack looking sad, and he even looks like he's starting to cry when he's starting to tell Shannon. Can we yeah. show him for a second? But he tells Shannon the bad news, and they they cut to while he's telling Shannon the bad news. They show Claire and still some of like the other survivors, and they're just smiling so much about the baby. No, and it's just so ah, oh, someone it? just died. It, it, I I want it. I want to make sure people understand. I'm I, I'm sure you do too. That mm-hmm. well, we understand some, especially the main character survivors. They don't all know each other that well. Like Jack did not talk to Locke that much till episode like six. Yeah, I mean, it was four actually. No, that's when they for, he first went hunting. But like, look, these characters just because we know them doesn't mean they all interact that much. Right, that's a good point. Walt and Sohir interacted the one time really, right? Like they, yep. it's not how often have you seen? Uh, what's it? I'm not trying to think of an example. Charlie and Sawyer. Like, oh, connect. yeah. Nothing, right? Well, we saw Charlie punch Sawyer in the bicep. And then, yeah. So, but not very much is what I'm trying yeah, to say, yeah. right? And how much have you seen Claire and Boone? Not much at all. And probably all the other survivors, you know, they, they under, this isn't the first survivor that's died. Yeah. To us, it's big, but he's not the first one. Ethan killed someone. Uh, someone drowned. Yep. So, this is not the first death for the survivors. It's the first main character death for us. Right. Uh, so, 
I, I can understand why not everyone's just doom and gloom like, oh, Baboon died. Because he's not the first death. Yeah. And not everyone's, you know, that invested in Baboon because they don't know him that well. Yeah. That is what it is. But uh, besides that, uh, we see Shannon in the cave alone. Yeah. And this this is a heart-wrenching scene here. Just, She's there. Yeah. And he just starts crying more and more and more just alone in the caves with Boone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated set of emotions, for sure. You know, this is her brother, who was at one time her lover, you know, they, they but they, they've had this falling out, and they've drifted apart, and, and now he's gone, and they can't even reconcile. So sad. Mm. We, um, we then get the last scene of the episode, which I, I'm sure you like this scene, too, right? Yeah, you, actually, I was a little surprised, but I I thought for sure they would end the scene or end the episode with Shannon crying over Boone's body. Mm-hmm, you think, but they did, did this really scene. So, so when they didn't, when they started a new scene, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this. Yeah, but oh. I, but I did end up liking it. But. Well, certainly, I still like it. Yeah, 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 I understand your worry that it's like, oh, not another Kate and Jack scene. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah you commanded such a good way, guys. Why are you going to mess it up? Yep. But it's Jack. He's alone on the beach. It, Piercy's he's probably crying. Mm-hmm. And Kate comes to Jack. And Jack just says, you know, oh, good, the baby's healthy and whatnot. And Kate, he, she offers to talk about Boone. And Jack just doesn't even want to talk about it. He's like, talk about what? Mm-hmm. And then Kate lays it out on the table. Boone has just died, Jack. Come on. And yep. this is where Jack goes, no, uh-uh. Boone did not die. And then he gets up. He's starting to go down. He was murdered. And I'm going to find John Locke. So. Yeah. Ooh, now there's a vengeance a brewing. Yeah, now we're starting to see a bit of, hmm. Yeah. Jack and, v. Locke. And how much of this is is because he really believes that Locke murdered him? And how much of it is is the transference of blame? Like, he, he doesn't want to blame himself for Boone's death. Which he shouldn't, because... I, yeah, it wasn't his fault. And it's but, what I want to ask you here. Yeah, how much did is John Locke to be blamed for Boone's death? Okay. Hmm. Well, surely, surely Boone and I were falling out of the plane without John Locke, right? Locke, Locke, Locke's the one who helped guide him to the plane. That's true. Uh, but even if you know he didn't, he didn't plan on the plane falling down, and in fact, Locke told Boone to get out sooner. Boone decided to stay. That Locke's argument would be that everything happens for a reason on this island, <laughs> and you know, the island led him, led them to the plane, and took away his legs so that Boone would have to climb up there. Yep, yeah, that's fine. And even after Boone fell down from the plane, that's fine. The part that's not fine, though, as well, and you, I mean, obviously, we're not doctors or anything. Locke did not stay around to tell Jack. First of all, he lied to Jack about what happened. Or at least I gave a mm-hmm. half-truth. He's like, oh, I fell down a cliff. Left at the part that he's in a plane and, you know, got jostled around. Yeah. So Jack couldn't even treat him properly, you know, because he didn't know the, the circumstances. You know, if John mm-hmm. Locke stuck around, Jack could have better understood. Now, whether or not he could have saved Boone, eh, questionable. But it would have been a better chance. And that's and, that's that's the problem. Is and we that's what Jack cares about. But that, and that, but that's what Jack cares about, right? I know. Yes, you're right. So so Jack's point of view would be that 
had Locke stuck around and informed him of what, all that happened, then he could have maybe saved Boone. And, and Locke's argument would be, no, you weren't going to save him anyway. If he was going to die, he was going to die. Uh-huh. And no amount of me sticking around would have helped. So I understand you were upset with the lack of Locke mm-hmm. uh, last ep- or this episode. Yeah. Uh, you will see John Locke next episode. Okay. Excited about that. You'll see Saeed. You'll see all the characters. And yeah. like I said uh, from the last episode, the actions in that episode inspired to the finale. As you can see, <laughs> they're, they're causing you know, the, the, domino, conditions. the dominoes are falling. The dominoes are certainly falling. Yeah. So now we have Jack pitted against Locke. Kind of. I mean, not directly, but Jack definitely does not like Locke right now and he's hunting him down. Yeah. And it's basically he's accusing him of murder, basically. So. Yeah. Not the not the friendly circumstances. No, no, not at all. And it is it is gonna be interesting to see how that shakes out because you know Locke does have a a way with words as well, and he'll he'll be able to talk Jack down a little bit, I think. I don't think Jack's gonna, you know, start prosecuting him because we still got what five four or five more seasons of lost and I'm pretty sure Locke and Jack are gonna feature heavily in them. So Okay. Interesting. Well like I say, I think that Locke and Jack are untouchable and Kate and maybe Sawyer. Okay. Are these your predictions that none of these four characters are like are, are you going to say they're never going to die? They're never going anywhere. They won't get rid of them either. Um, I I don't think they will ever get rid of those four characters. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is it? What a prediction, and Mr. Sal. Hmm. I apologize. Oh no. Because last episode I told you that one of those things on your back burners could come but- off. And I know which one it was. You're a jerk. Really? <laughs> you said, because I, I said something about Claire being pregnant, or Claire having a, a baby soon. And Oh, that it? Oh, no. Well, that wasn't the, I wasn't the back burner I was thinking of. I didn't imagine that was a back burner. It's one of your dying questions. It's, it's, it's something you've been curious about. It's, a dying question. it's something you've been curious about. Obviously. Uh, Claire was eventually going to either give birth or something was going to go wrong giving birth, but yeah, she was going to be pregnant forever. I'd say. Right. Um, but one of your questions, I thought, I thought, I, I for, I know it happens in Saeed episode, and I, th- for every reason, I thought, I don't know, even though I knew it's a Jack episode, it happens next episode. You're gonna get an answer. Something. All right. Well, that will be wonderful. That'll make you happy. I hope. Maybe you won't like the answer you get, but. <laughs> I don't know. You'll get something. Okay. Well, that's good. Hey, Kurt, I have some good news for you. Better than bad news, yeah? Yeah. I have decided to bump this episode up to a nine. Really? I have, yeah. Wow. What, what, what component did you bump up? Uh, well, I, I bumped the flashbacks from a six to an eight. <laughs> but you gave everything an eight then. How does that get a nine? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I bumped the other stuff up to an from to a nine from an eight as well. Wow. Okay. Everything got bumped up here. I'm everything did. I am shocked. Wow. Yeah, I'm, but this, I'm this, lost for words. 
that, that's that's what I mean. Like it, it's it's just the ability to to really process and talk through these episodes makes a huge difference in my enjoyment of the series. So, so I want to thank you for doing that with me, Kurt. No problem. Well, you know my hourly rate, so <laughs> I do. <laughs> Nothing. Sadly. Double it. <laughs> wow, you're so generous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much mr Stell. yeah no i appreciate it and and this this episode ends up being one that i really like a lot i'm i'm happy you liked it a lot i i i had fond memories i look forward to this episode you you just like to see people die <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> i i think it's an important precedent though to send like you know hey it definitely yeah. is. I totally the main cast is not immortal. I understand, like, okay, maybe the main main characters you feel might be immortal, but you know, Mike, is he, is he immortal? Does he, you know, the Quans? Like, are we, you know, do we? I would say they are not immortal anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. If Boone can die, that means it doesn't mean that nobody is off limits. Like, there are series that I've watched where it's like, wow, nobody's off limits here. Yeah. But. <laughs> At least more people are off limits. Yeah, like limits. Game of Thrones. I mean, nobody was off limits. They killed main characters. You know, The Sopranos, it was like, man, anybody can die, huh? So, <laughs> so it was, so that, I don't think Lost is at that level for me yet. I don't think it ever will be. I really do think that those main at least the main three, maybe Sawyer two, are off limits. But, but the fact that they're willing to kill off Boone is significant because that means that almost anybody else could go. I think that's understandable. It's like the leftovers. It's like I'm very confident. Like, I mean, when when a character could have died, I was confident that they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's what I'll say. Yeah. So. And that's not like a terrible thing. It's in the series, it depends on the story and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, normally, I don't like plot armor, but I can live with that, you know, yeah. for the plot. I mean, I'm fine. I mean, you're you're gonna tell you're telling a story, right? So, yeah. what story you're telling? Whose story you're telling? If if you're telling the story of like the survivors of Flight 815, they can't all die. Otherwise, there's no story to tell. That is very true. <laughs> that would be a very boring story. So I'm fine with some people having plot armor because the, somebody has to survive to the end. And so those are the people you're going to focus on more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying. Do you have anything else you want to say on this episode? No. I, I, well, I mean, just, just that it is interesting seeing... It was really interesting talking through those flashbacks and finding value in them because the, there, there was value there. There was hidden value. There's still not, you know, my favorite set of flashbacks, but it there there was more there than I expected there to be. Blended. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any bold predictions, or are you scared to give any predictions? Uh, I'm not necessarily scared to give predictions. I think, you know, I, I've the way I wrote it down was uh, uh, hanging chads. Do you know what a hanging chad is? No. Okay real quick in the t 
2000 presidential election between George W. Bush and Al Gore, mm-hmm. which came down to ballots in Florida, basically. Yeah, and the Supreme Court. It, yeah, and it was like not thousands of ballots. It was like hundreds of ballots that were going to decide that presidential election to the point where we will never actually know who really won that election. <laughs> like, it's not possible to really know. And part of the problem was these hanging chads, which the ballot were the ballots were punch ballots. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the argument, the legal argument was, did a ballot count if it was punched? But the, do you know when you, Punch a hole. Oh, I know what you want to say. Like the the paper thing is still in the hole. Yeah, it's still stuck to the paper. It didn't yeah. fall out entirely. Yeah. Like, does that count as a ballot? Okay. Really? Wait. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Sal. I'm, right. I'm not kidding. That's that's true. That's. I feel like that's kind of ridiculous. I agree. <laughs> so, but but yeah, like there, there was there were legal arguments about whether they should count the hanging chads as votes okay they've they were viewed as potentially incomplete ballots huh so uh, so i wrote down a list of my hanging chads for lost just stuff that has been introduced that needs to be addressed i kind of went over them earlier but i'll I'll list them again here Uh, the beast haven't heard from the beast in a while we don't know what the beast is Um, or the monster monster yep the the um walt's power has been hinted at, introduced, heavily implied, but never verified or utilized. Um, we I talked about Adam and Eve, uh, the, the people in the cave. We don't know who they are or where they came from. Uh, we talked, we talked about um, Christian's body. Like this one, this is one that's kind of sticking in my craw more than any other one right now. Like what happened to his body? I don't think we're ever going to find out. Don't, don't look forward to it yeah at this point i, don't, I really i don't think we're ever going to find out but i really would like to know what happened to his body um i think that we are closer than ever to finding out what uh why uh why side was in sydney i think we'll probably find that out next episode it's his it's his flashback right episodes yep yep Next episode is his. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking we might find out why he was in Sydney. Uh, we know why Sawyer was in Sydney, but we don't know why he was arrested. Hmm. Uh, I'm assuming he was not arrested for the murder of Frank Duckett. Otherwise, he would not have. Really... <laughs> Being on that plane would be a real yeah. hard task. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, I mean, the uh, we have some figured out. Syed's attacker. Uh, we don't know any more about who ethan was with uh, yeah, the others well okay so the others are we calling ethan's crew the others or that's what they call ethan's crew the others who did they they referred to ethan's crew as the others who's they uh, the survivors okay all right so then the voices but yeah yeah but those voices wait are the voices and the others the same thing no i don't know yeah, Actually, okay. no, no, you're right. I am confusing with you. Okay, so then Ethan's I'm confusing crew. I, I, you were right. You were right to begin with. All right, so Ethan's crew, the voices, maybe one of them's the others. <laughs> Someone in here's the others. Yeah, in the uh, the hatch that started glowing, the numbers that are on the hatch, 
you know, the, the trend, the, Oh, the transmission from the plane that Boone got out, which I think that probably is going to be Locke's argument for why Boone needed to be in that plane because he got that transmission off. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, something big, but as far as next episode goes, I, I would anticipate we'll see why Syed was in Sydney. Um, and I think that, I think John is going to start, John Locke is going to share some of his information with Jack, uh, be that the plane or the hatch or both. Why? I think he's going to need to, to save his life. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Do you have anything else to say? No, I'm, I'm good now. This, this was good talk, Kurt. Good. It was good talking to you. Um, (laughs) but for you, the listeners, if you enjoyed this podcast, maybe you should listen to the leftovers. I I think so. Or you can wait next week. There'll be another lost podcast. That too. Uh, if you want to email us, joehopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you can. It'd be much appreciated. Makes Mr. Sal's day. I've said it again. I'll say it again. It does really, make my day. It really makes his day like toodaloo. <laughs>